Welcome to the Motive Podcast, where we want to help you solve life's hardest problems and like the way you feel. I'm Shaden. I'm an anxiety relationship and addiction therapist, and I'm here with my amazing co-host, Bree, who knows something expert on just about anything. All right. Well, welcome back, everybody, to another podcast. Bree. Shaden. How's your allergies? <laughs> They're okay. I feel like people are going to get on here and listen and be like, what's Bree got going on today? <laughs> <laughs> Poor girl. It's the same thing. Uh, you don't you don't sound any anything different, but Nope. Story of my life. It's all good. I'm I'm speaking today with a disability that I'd, <laughs> I'd like a lot of compassion for. <laughs> no, literally, I have I I, I don't know, I, I guess I eat maybe too aggressively <laughs> or something because I, I was telling Brie, I have a canker or a bite, like I like nicked my lip on the upper right hand side on the lower left hand side and on the lower right hand side of my lip so like <laughs> so i have two lips kind of funny. <laughs> if they make a square three of those corners have like swollen pain so if i sound terrible. like I, i'm not enunciating that's why sorry i really like today's topic anger anger this is a hard one i think I, this is something we all have to deal with though it's true uh, anger is it a anger is an emotion it, it's a favorite of mine that I'm trying to overcome. <laughs> favorite of yours. I'm a passionate person, you know, <laughs> and so anger, anger is one of those emotions that allows passion to, I guess, kind of be shown, but it definitely does not do what it's supposed to do. Uh, well, well, it does do what it's supposed to do, but which is disconnect us. But we don't want that. <laughs> so this is a. So I was at a conference in San Francisco about, I don't know, about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I guess it wasn't a conference. It's called an intensive training. So David Burns, if any of you know of him, if you don't know of him, he's, in my opinion, the world's best anxiety mood therapist that's that's been around. I have studied him a lot. I consider him an invisible mentor, invisible yeah. being. He doesn't know he's my mentor, but he is. <laughs> I've paid him a lot of money, lots of money to train me. Uh-huh. And his stuff works and it's backed, backed by science. It's not just a, an artsy, an artsy thing. It's, he studied it exclusively. So we get to, I get to San Francisco and we're in this intensive, which means 12 hour, 12 hour day, the first day, eight hour day, the next 12 hour day, the next day and eight hour day, the next day oh, wow. of pure him training us in his way of doing therapy. And we had to do our own therapy. Oh, that is a lot in with about 60 other therapists. And it was changed my life forever. Mm-hmm. It was powerful. Well, during that during that training he was he was teaching us about anger and he looked at all of us and he said i don't care who you are every one of you in here is scared of anger huh. and we're all and i remember my ego was like no i'm not <laughs> it's my favorite <laughs> you know and he and he said no you you know you you are and and we we all are scared of anger and he said if there's one emotion that therapists universally run from it is that Huh. And he said, I guarantee you we're in other people in other people. So uh-huh. in our, our, when we see the anger in our clients, we want to we want to go to what what people call secondary emotions or, you know, yeah. primary emotions. And yeah, and he and he it's funny because he debunks that really powerfully. I don't believe that. Ang- he's like, I don't believe anger is a secondary emotion at all. Mm-hmm. He said it's as primary as it gets. And we need to go to it. Yeah. It doesn't mean there aren't other emotions with it. Yeah. But it doesn't mean but it it does mean that it, it is as natural as any other emotion. I have a nine year old to prove it. <laughs> yeah. So he said he said, I'll even prove it to you. And it was so crazy. He's I'll I'll prove it to you. Who would like to do a role play? 
and he brings somebody up mm-hmm. and they he made them the therapist and he became the client mm-hmm. and he just cr- he just talked about this problem and he didn't show a lot of anger and before the person even sat down bless their heart he said you're gonna probably forget to validate anger because you, you just won't like nobody does yeah and like they still forgot and so even though he told even them. though he told them and it's like the whole focus he's i mean they were obviously nervous they're doing therapy in front of 60 people yeah and so he he starts talking about you know his issues and what he wants to work on just acting like a client and he told him about his life and and he was trying to help them you know show empathy he, or he he was trying to get the therapist to show empathy and the therapist empathized about a lot and literally forgot huh. to validate like yeah and that you know that must be you must be really angry. Like I'd be super angry about that or, yeah, you know, and it was David Burns actually mid session, if you will, it was only like a three minute clip, but he, he said, ask me about my anger <laughs> <laughs> and totally, and reminded them because they, they had already forgotten. Huh. So it's not something people, I, I guess I've always thought it would have been, you know, as a therapist that you would dive into that. Exactly. <laughs> but why don't we why don't we okay so let's ask that question then so why are we so afraid of anger in other people and what can we do to overcome it good one well this is what i call walking on (laughs) eggshells i know my poor kids they've they've told me that before like oh i gotta stop (laughs) anger so the reason we the reason there's a lot of reasons we're afraid of it and we're not going to take the whole podcast to do so i will i will throw a couple hints out there anger rejects it rejects and pushes away mm-hmm. but the re- what i want to focus on today is anger the reason we're afraid of it is because it what it does to us when somebody else is showing it it overwhelms us yeah so we're talking about other people's anger yeah other not people's ourselves. anger is not our own okay. exactly thank you okay. for clarifying that it's it's other because actually a lot of us are quite okay with our anger we actually like it mm-hmm. that's that's common that, that whether you want to admit it or not the after effects we don't usually like, but, but in, in the, the moment, moment of being anger, angry, you get to let go. You get to just, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Anyway. So, so I got to, I had the opportunity to serve uh, a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints for two solid years in Berlin, Germany. Which is really hard. <laughs> it was 15 years post, you know, the wall coming down, uh, communism the culture of communism was still very strong in a lot of the East German places that I was yeah. where I, where I served. And I love German people. I did not love them for probably four months. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mission president had a little interview with me very early on in my, in my time there and said, what do you think? Of, and he's German. <laughs> and he's like, Elder Betagnoli. He, he called me Elder Betagnoli. What do you, what do you, you know, what do you think of the people? And I looked at him and said, I hate them. <laughs> oh boy. Because they're a tough crowd. They're a very tough crowd. Yes. And I was sent to a city called Zwickau. And Zwickau is Zexish. And they have a very deep, deep accent. Like they're they're comparable to um, a southern accent times 10. Mm-hmm. To the point where some Germans can't even understand them at all. Oh, interesting. And uh, it's just their own dialect. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so they were so angry with us we would knock really? every door we'd knock on it was just like it's one thing to say no thank you but it was like vulgar oh, re- personal rejection of because here they're like it's like 
70, 70%, 80% atheist people. And here we are showing up on the door. Do you want to talk about God? Uh (laughs) And they're just like, get the heck out of here. (laughs) And so in hindsight, what a blessing it was for me to, to go for two years and to really learn to tolerate anger. My, my tolerance for it grew immensely. I didn't know it was, but it was growing immensely uh, because of how much anger I dealt with every day. Mm Mm-hmm. And so why are we afraid of it? I think it's because most of us inherently and, and almost instinctually run away from anger. And when we do so, we we lose the opportunity to tolerate it by staying in the moment yeah. and just being there and allowing the person to stay there, which a lot of the time invites them to just start cooling off. Yeah. So oh, yeah, that's really hard. Very difficult. To just sit through it mm-hmm. and, and, ex- they, and to and listen and yeah, to accept it. Yep. Huh. So what are some things that we can do then when we're on the receiving end of that anger? Yeah, that's tough because I'm not sitting here promoting that you just take a a, <laughs> a beaten, you know, like a, a royal tongue lashing. Well, I think that there are some people too. This is something I've had to learn about certain personalities in my, you know, life that I interact with. That some people like to rant and rave and they don't see themselves as being angry even though that might be how the receiver feels. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. They just like to spew it all out there and and they don't mean it in a rude way. In, in their mind, I know it's not coming out. It's just them venting. Okay. But. So when that happens, if you can collect yourself <laughs> enough to say to them, yeah, you, you seem really angry. What's, is that, is that what it is that I see? Mm-hmm. Is that really anger that I see? Yeah, because like, labeling yeah, you're it. Dang, you're dang right, I'm angry. Mm-hmm. Then what I can do, because again, I don't say that we, I'm not trying to propose that we just let people stay there. Yeah. But if we never acknowledge it to begin with, so that's probably a tip right there is just acknowledging it Mm -hmm. then allows anger to, I call like pop the lid off the seal and Mm -hmm. start the expiration date. Oh yeah. Whereas the people don't get to have it acknowledged, it just stays in there. Mm -hmm. And so then they behave angrily Mm -hmm. and yet they don't ever get to like speak it. Yeah. So in that moment to be able to say, yeah, it looks like you're you're pretty dang angry. Like, yeah, you're darn right. You know, I am mm-hmm. so angry. What I can what I do with people is put my hand up sometimes and just say, hey, listen, I, it sounds it sounds like this is something you haven't been heard about very often. Because mm-hmm. again, think about think about anger. Yeah. Why are we yelling when we're two feet apart? <laughs> it's because we haven't been heard. Yeah. That's why we do it. We just we well, just I, want to be heard. I call that a lot of times with my kids. I'll tell them like misguided frustration. You know, that when one of my children comes home from school and their brother or sister walks in and all of a sudden they do the wrong thing or say the wrong thing or make the wrong face, <laughs> <laughs> you know, kids, you know, that, that all of a sudden they blow up. And mm-hmm. that's a time when you have to sit and go, okay, you're not really angry at that. Obviously, you're angry at something, but it was something that happened much earlier in the day. It's just coming out now. You know, and yep. so they've got, it's got to come out at some point or another. Yep. You know, we just did a, we just had a podcast or a, I'm sorry, an Instagram post the other day that mm-hmm. said, now I'm going to misquote my own quote, but something <laughs> like no one ever became angry about anything they didn't care about. Yeah. And, and so another tip in understanding somebody else's anger is knowing that anger only comes from care. It only mm-hmm. comes from, I dare even say love. You, yeah. You can't, if somebody dings my car that I, couldn't care less about, you know, 1984 rusted piece of junk. Yeah. 
I like probably like, Hey, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. But if I have a brand new Tesla or brand new, you know, Toyota Tundra, somebody dings or opens their car door and hits it. I'm going to have anger because yeah. I, I care about that vehicle. I care about how it looks. I care about its condition. Yep. So take that to a, you know, times a hundred with relationships. Yeah. When somebody's hurt us, it's, that's where the, the anger can come from. So that's when people talk about secondary emotions and primary emotions that, that anger is like the secondary one and the, the deeper stuff is underneath it. And I just, I don't like the, the idea of underneath. Yeah. I, I like it. I like the idea of with. Yeah. It's, yes, there is anger and that anger is pushing people away. However, there are also, there are emotions underneath. I see, I just said it. There are, <laughs> there are other emotions with it that will help you be more connected, like sadness yeah. and, and. Cause you're not just trust. angry for no reason. It's not like you're walking around during your day just going, ah. You know, Tasmanian devil. Well, I'm mad. Shelly'd be like, yes, he does. He has before. <laughs> it's called Saturday. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but there's a reason. Yeah. You know? Like, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not just like a... No. Like my, my little guy, my youngest, is angry a lot. He's... <laughs> he's so funny. That is an emotion that kid feels all the time. But there's always a reason. You know, there's something that has happened... In interaction with someone, he feels left out most of the time. He feels sad or lonely. You know, there's always something fueling those feelings. Yep. You know, you're not just, I'm mad. (laughs) Although we do wake up sometimes and just think, it's not my day. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So then. Want things to be different. Yeah. How do we then. So you talked about building a tolerance for other people's anger. So how do we do that? How do we increase our tolerance? Yeah. To be able to sit through or help. So. I like this is the, I would say tip number two is to uh, assume, assume that people have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel a lot for young, young ladies, young women who come into my office, like teenage girls that you, you look at them and you think no one would ever assume anger. And, yeah. it, and it's something that is a gender, a gender bias that we, we assume that boys, that anger is like supposed to be there. And with girls that it's not. And so some girls will cut, some girls will self harm, they'll do other things, they can they can become very you know, suicidal. Uh-huh. And because a primary emotion such as anger is there and it's never acknowledged because I'm a girl. Gotcha. And never thought about that. I know. So they feel Most like they people. have to hide that because it's unacceptable socially for them to feel angry. Exactly. Huh. Yep. Or in our family culture or yeah, and it's just it's or they don't even, they can't even give themselves permission to feel angry. Like yeah. if I'm angry, then I'm like sinning or I'm bad. And it's, it's just so wrong. It's just, it's, it's, there's nothing more incorrect. Anger, the feeling of anger is, is natural as any other emotion. It's just yeah. that what we do with it obviously is very important. That's what can get us in trouble. Mm-hmm. So assuming that they have it is, 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 is beneficial with someone who isn't, who loves them if that's us, if we're just talking about us, then assuming it would mean I could say, Hey, Brie, you know, you haven't really looked angry, but has there been any, anything that like has gone on for you that's made you angry lately? Have I done anything to make you angry? Um, or if maybe there, you were, if you were my, you know, my whatever, like my daughter and you were telling me about a situation at school and you were crying and you were really sad, it's still okay to say, but I, I, I think I could also be really angry. I mean, those girls, what they said to you, yeah, yeah. They, they hurt you, but that, like, I'd be pretty angry as well. And I think not brushing those off, you know, it, this goes in line with that of how many times do our children come in feeling upset and because we're afraid of their anger that we brush up, we, we brush away their feelings and say, 
oh, it's okay. It's not a big deal. Oh, you should. It's fine. It's fine. you know what I mean. Yeah. And, and that's so. You know, I I read this book years ago, um, called "Feelings Buried Alive Never Die," and it, and it, it, whatever about the book, but it was good. But you know, it just has always been in my mind that idea that if my child, my spouse, my friend, whoever comes to me expressing these feelings and I brush them away like they're no big deal. It's not like they're just going to go away. You know, they're not, they'll stay there. They just got amplified actually. Yeah. Yep. You know, another, this is, this kind of came to me. I don't know why maybe somebody needs to hear it because it really doesn't stay with our, well, it is on our topic, but anger is one of the, the last emotions or even just completely neglected emotions that when we mourn with those that mourn, Anger is one of the forgotten emotions to talk about when somebody's mourning. Mm-hmm. You know that when someone dies, there's there's almost always some anger. Yeah. Not every not every time, but especially if there's a premature death or a death where they you you feel like they died young or you know even like my dad, it, it made sense when he died, but at the same time there is like this just anger. Yeah. And I think so. I've had to talk that through to figure out where that came from, and it it actually it doesn't have a lot to do with regret or that he wronged me it's it's actually just like an an anger of the loneliness i have right now mm-hmm. like that i'm lonely because he's not here and it just it makes me angry as well that yeah. i just want him and and when we don't get something we want what does a kid do <laughs> they yeah. get angry yeah and so as adults when we want something that we don't get we can get angry as well mm-hmm. so i guess what i'm what all this is for is is you the listener if somebody else in your life is angry when you understand where it's coming from, mm-hmm. it'll help you to stay there better. You know, you know. I know that's not very good grammar, but it'll help you stand yeah, with makes them sense, in a place where your empathy can help you tolerate because you can think it through mm-hmm. as they're expressing anger. You could be saying to yourself, "Yeah, they probably really want something," mm-hmm. or "Yeah, they're they're really they're also you know they're hurting about something. They want some control." You can talk yourself through that. Oh, they they, they must the, the care they have for that is is why they're so angry. And once they've finished speaking or you're listening, you can then say, yeah, it sounds like you really care about that. That would make sense why you're so angry because yeah. I mean, you care so much about fill in the blank. That would make sense that you're that angry. Mm-hmm. And I think not feeling like it's always directed at you or because of you. You know, if they're expressing their anger t- to you, that doesn't mean it is because of you. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to feel defensive or upset and try to push away their anger because it's not because of you. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm mm-hmm. hearing. What if that. it is about you? What if it is about you? <laughs> then what do you do? <laughs> yeah, that's where, and that's where I put up the hand sometimes. Not to stop them, but just more of a, uh, I'll, I'll give them a reminder. And I'll try to remind them of like, hey, I'm right here. I'll listen to you. Mm-hmm. And you, if you need to yell, I'm not really comfortable with that. More so because I'm not going to understand you. When, yeah. you're, when you're yelling, it's, it's overwhelming to me. Yeah, but if if you want to actually be heard and talked like spoken to, like I'll talk to you, mm-hmm. which is basically like setting a boundary in a different way. Yeah, but if Shelly's listening, she's probably like, "When do you do that?" <laughs> <laughs> and I know, it, and that's where the, these podcasts make me feel like such a hypocrite because I I know I, I have solutions, but it's so hard to do it. I know <laughs> it's the motive; it's not Shaden, but love it. stuff still works. So there okay. you go. There's your challenge. Go out, uh, let yourself embrace people's anger a little bit more healthily build your tolerance stay in the moment with them a little bit longer show empathy if you can understand where it's coming from Mm -hmm. and that'll help you solve yet another 
one of life's hardest problems. Fantastic. All right. See you later. See you.